Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Tattoo Homewreckers, a podcast where we talk about tattoos, life, and everything in between. I'm Callista, and this is Gaia. And today we are talking tattoos. Yep. This is our Tattoo 101. We Mm -hmm. posed a question on our Instagram and on our studio's Instagram and just asked people what tattoo questions they had. Um, We, in, you know, the spirit of us being us, did not fully prepare, so we have not read these beforehand. No. So, it's going to be great. No, it'll be, I think it'll be organic. It'll be great. Um, Mm -hmm. We are recording this, again, in the past. So that way, present you can listen because we are going to Disneyland this weekend. We are, yep. <laughs> so this so will get released on the Monday that we know we will still be in Disney on Monday. Yes, we, yep. we still will be, but it, you guys will hear it. So um, yep. without further ado, let's see what our first question is. Um, okay, so how bad do back tattoos actually hurt? Okay, this is, um, I, I feel like we get a lot of questions on every body part ever. Yeah. It depends on you. You have to really do fuck around and find out. Yeah, because I don't know about you. You've also got your back tattooed. Mm-hmm. For me, my spine was not a big deal. Mm-hmm. My, like, most of my back wasn't. It was just, like, the perimeter of it, like, over, especially, like, over my, like, love handles. Yeah. Oh, those are rough. But I also tattoo plenty of people who have the exact opposite, who say, like, their spine is rough. Yeah. Um, but I would not say my back is, like, by far even close to like the worst spot on my body. Oh, for sure. I would I would say the same thing for me. It wasn't that bad, but um honestly, it's hard whenever you ask people those questions, genuinely the answer you truly do have to fuck yeah. around and find out. I personally had a horrible time with the tops of my feet and then I tattoo clients who sit perfectly fine for that. Mm-hmm. Um so fuck around and find out. Get your yeah. back tattoo. Sorry, <laughs> that's not the answer you want, but that's the answer we have. <laughs> yep, there we go. Um why do blowouts happen and can they be avoided? This is a good Great fucking question. question. Okay, so yes, they can be avoided. Sometimes they cannot. Let's talk about um skin itself for yes. a second is we are putting your pigments, um, it's less than hair follicle of depth. So it's really, really shallow. Science. So if you have like a diagram, you can see like how deep a hair follicle is and we're not quite that deep. Mm-hmm. However, if you push too hard, if you run your machine too fast, so therefore you damage that skin too much that you end up going deeper, you can cause blowouts. Now, sometimes blowouts can happen because of someone's actual skin. So I've had, I'm really good at like getting good consistent lines. Mm. Um, not toot my own horn, just how it is. Can attest. Yes. I have lots of experience. Yep. But on some clients, it's a lot of times why you hear artists being really fearful for older skin is because it is a little bit thinner and it can get blown out a lot easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, as long as you know what you're working with, you're fine. Yeah. Every, and every canvas is so different. And by mm-hmm. canvas, sorry, I meant like client skin. Um, because we even have young people that come in and like, I say it a lot. I call it blowout city. Oh yeah. Sometimes you get into an area and you're like, dude, this is blowout fucking yeah. city. How is this happening? And like it, I've tattooed people who are 18 who have like certain areas of their skin that are super easy to blow mm-hmm. out. Truly just does. Um, it, it depends. Yeah. And, um, I want to go on back to like speed of the machine mm-hmm. and how far you're pushing it. Um, we, I feel like run our machines higher than most people. We do, yeah. Yeah. We also work really fast. We also work really fast. Um, so when I'm lining, um, I used to be at ten 
volts, and now I'm at 9.8. Yeah. You're a savage. 10. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm hardly, I'm like, I was grazing, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, so that's where, like, speed and pressure come into play. Mm-hmm. So it really depends. Um, some people run at lower uh, yeah. voltage, uh, but they apply, like, heavier pressure, which mm-hmm. is fine. If that's comfortable for you, that's comfortable yeah. for you. I run it at 9 always, whether it's lining or nice. shading, and I don't ever adjust it because my hand makes the adjustments. Wow. Yeah, it is just a nine flat across the board. That's awesome. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah, like I just nine point eight for me. Um, and then when it comes to like color shading, nine point two sometimes. Interesting. And then when it comes to black and gray shading, it's at an eight. Mm. Yeah, but it yeah. also just depends. Uh, you go into a different canvas, and sometimes you have to like gauge whether or not. So it's a constant. But constant let me be clear: adjustment. for the most part, mm-hmm. blowouts can be avoided. Yeah, a sorry. lot of time. <laughs> They are due to an artist applying too much pressure Mm -hmm. because you want to think about your tattoo machine a lot like a lawnmower for anyone who's ever been on a push mower. Pushing it into the earth does not make it cut your grass any better. Mm -hmm. All you're going to do is fuck up the earth. Mm. However, your lawnmower knows like the correct setting for the blade, assuming you've set that up correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, and all your your job is just to push your lawnmower. Guide and it, it knows exactly what the fuck it's doing. Yeah, you guide it. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with your tattoo machine. You set the depth of the needle and then you guide it. And so if you are then like, oh, I'm going to push in. Same thing with the lawnmower. What are you going to do? You're just going to fuck up the earth. Or in mm-hmm. this case, you're going to fuck up the skin. So sometimes, yes, there are clients who are just prone to blowouts. Um, at which point, like, you're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Unless most of your tattoos are blown out, if you find you just have the one that's blown out really nasty, probably an artist. Yeah. Whereas we can look at clients and see if you consistently have blowouts, if you've gone to multiple artists. Well, you just have, like, unfortunately, blowout city skin. Yeah, blowout city. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, hope that answers. If not, y'all, just ask us more questions. Please We love these. (laughs) Um, Is there anything you refuse to tattoo body part-wise or subject Subject matter wise, uh, I mean, to state the obvious, anything that's racist, homophobic or sexist, um, any like white supremacist, anything uh, definitely is a no go for me. Same. Um, So any kind of hate speech tattoo. Um, As far as location, I mean, I will tattoo it. Uh, Really just depends on the client, though. If I know Mm -hmm. you sit well, then I will absolutely tattoo your ribs. Um, If I know that you struggle with every part of your body. I'm not going to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, another part of the, for whatever reason, I just really don't like tattooing the chest. I hate tattooing yeah. chests. I I'm really same. don't like it. The skin there is weird. It's always sensitive to, and it doesn't matter. Like if I've tattooed you before and your skin was fine beforehand, tattoo your chest. It's always sensitive. It's always yeah. weird. It's so close to your face. <laughs> That it's so goddamn intimate. She's laughing because I tattooed my husband earlier today and we are doing a big cover up on his chest of Mm -hmm. like some old tattoos that he had. Mm -hmm. Um, And I must have bitched and moaned, I don't know, a million times about being breathed on. It's the thing I miss the most about people wearing masks Mm -hmm. is that when we, I'm below you, my head's below your fucking nose and you're just there. Just breathing on me. The world's shittiest ASMR. Like, it's awful. I hate being breathed on, period. Yes. And so then to work in that region, oh, it's terrible. For me, I'm, like, I'm pretty good at, like, 
there will be a moment where I take tell someone to take their shirt off where I'm like reminded that this is a very intimate thing. Mm. Um, but then as soon as I get into the tattoo, we're easy, solid. You are your job is to sit there and take the tattoo. My job is to do it. So I'm not worried about like how close I am to you or how close you are to me mm-hmm. for chest tattoos. I am very acutely aware of how close I am to you at all times. Mm. And that to me, I try my best to make sure that I'm always falling into the piece. I'm a hundred percent focused. And that to me is a great distraction. <laughs> you know yeah. what my distraction is a little sidestep here. Mm. Um, I will tattoo this cause I do them all the time, yeah. but it's something that's a huge pet peeve of mine. And it's just <laughs> me specifically. She's laughing cause she knows what it is. Um, what pulls me out long nails Ooh. when I have to tattoo on the inner forearm <laughs> and I have to like tattoo the, like anywhere in this arm region, Long fingernails will constantly be grazing my arm Mm -hmm. and it pulls me out faster than anything else and sends me to the most disgusting, like, ugh, creeped out, like, icky place. Yeah. I hate people's fingernails touching me. And, like, there's genuinely, like, nothing they can, like, like, clients can do. No. Bar, like, just don't wear long fingernails. Yeah. But you also can't be like, hey, don't get your nails done until after your appointment. Very valid. But that is the thing. I think for me, it's the same. I just won't tattoo anything offensive. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I don't do ribs anymore for the same reason that... 98% 98% of people sit like absolute dog shit and it's not worth it because can't do good work on it. Yeah. And no one's trying to get like a, like honestly, like for what most of the time, no one's getting like big shit that I want to be doing yep. on their ribs. Um. Otherwise, like I'm, I'm not going to tattoo you on like an actual like job stop or location. Like unless mm-hmm. I know you, I'm not tattooing your head, face or neck. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I'm just not down for that mm-hmm. because uh, I still subscribe to the old school, like, tattoo beliefs that, like, you have to kind of earn that shit. So if you come in and you're like, I want my face tattooed, I'm not the correct artist for you. God, Once again, yeah. I'm also just not able to do anything that I want to be tattooing style-wise. Oh, for sure. In, like, a small place like your face. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not taking up enough real estate. All right. Next question. Mm-hmm. Is it true that if I go swimming right after the, getting a tattoo, all the ink can get flushed out? <laughs> uh no that's not i mean it's not what happens when you go swimming right after a tattoo it is susceptible for a terrible heal yeah because all of that bacteria is just floating around in your tattoo and doing that so that might be the reason Mm -hmm. why your ink falls out is because you have a horrible time healing yeah the ink isn't flushing out because of the liquid itself it's flushing out flushing out in air quotes you're losing pigment because you're having a really rough heal because you exposed your fresh wound to the elements. Yeah. You want to remember that your tattoo is indeed a wound. So mm-hmm. just like if you went and got surgery, your doctor will tell you, please do not submerge this. Yeah. Um, until it is healed at least enough like on top. So mm-hmm. that way you have a protective barrier. Also, it's just gross for anyone else to be in the water with you. Oh, Cause that's, that's gross for you because like you want to think of any body of water as just a cesspool of bacteria. It's like jizzing in the pool. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't let your body have leak fluids into a pool. No, not cool. So, but yeah, your ink won't fall out. It'll just, uh, you probably are going to have a, a nasty infection or b a terrible heal because you've waterlogged your tattoo. Yeah. Nasty. So just avoid it, please. I don't know if you want to, I've been asking all the questions. No, that's totally fine. Um, okay. So. Oh, no. What was the worst tattoo you have done? Oh, okay. So this is super easy for me because I'm currently covering it up. So I tattooed my husband's chest about seven or eight years ago. 
Um, fun fact, he is literally the only person who has ever said, nope, I'm done. And like fully tapped out mm-hmm. and um, and didn't let me continue. So he's the he one person. Time um, yeah. But he sat like a fucking beast today. He sat so well. Like I had to ask him a couple times. I was like, is this, is this all right? Like, is it numb? Are you good? And he was like, no, it's terrible. But he did said. not move. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, yeah. So it was a big clipper ship on his chest. And the yeah. original outline for it, I am so horribly embarrassed because he was not able to properly breathe during it. So it was like tattooing somebody on a trampoline. It was just, yeah, just jaggedy. It was it was not a good time. Now, if I'm being honest, other people have looked at it and been like, yeah, I mean, the line works like not that good, but it's also not that bad. But for me, it's by far the worst tattoo. The worst tattoo I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Oh, like one that like really, like really made me, I guess, angry. I Fuck, I don't, I truly don't know. I know there's a few out there, like, that technically aren't sound. Um, So if I were to go back today and redo them, they would be so much better. Um, But also, like, I don't think I've, like, bombed, bombed, bombed anything. Like, obviously, there have been, like, instances where I'm like, oh, the line work could be better. But I'm, as an artist now, I've grown into myself to know that, like, I did my part of mm-hmm. the group project and yeah. my part was to do the best that I could with what you gave me and so if you decide yep. <laughs> you decide to sit like shit the entire time you know what that's on you <laughs> that's on you mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking over it um so I don't have a specific one but uh, I will come back to it if I remember okay and then we have how much direction do you like when discussing a new tattoo oh um We've kind of touched on this in a previous episode. We have, yeah. Um, so we'll make it kind of quick. Yeah. If I if if I know you and you're like tattoo whatever you want on me and I trust you and we built that trust, I love that. If I don't know you, it's the first time I meet. Just give me a general like, just tell me like dog, and then I'll just run with it. And I love that. I love the freedom to just run with it. Yeah. Yeah. You? I um I like a little bit more direction just because I have been burned so much mm. with people being like, yeah, you can just like have fun with it. And then they end up coming in and being like, no, I just want this instead. And they didn't tell you. So for me, the like words of like, I just want my artist to have like freedom are super like red flaggy to me. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't trust you. So you kind of have to, like, earn that right with me for me to actually be, like, cool, just genuinely do my own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially just because, like, I have a really distinct style. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cute but fucked up. So if you don't want something cute but fucked up, you don't want my actual style. You want something that you've seen me do, but it's not actually mine. Yeah. So Give her a photo at least. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a reference photo. Um, I'm just going to keep reading them because it's easier. Yes. Uh, Numbing (laughs) creams. Do you guys use them? Or do you think it should be old school, earn your ink? Okay, I have very strong feelings about this. The way you earn your tattoo is you fucking pay me for it. Mm -hmm. So if you decide to use numbing cream, more power to you. It makes your job easier, it makes my job easier. Yep. You? Um, My philosophy, same as yours, you Mm -hmm. earn it by paying for it. Here's my thing to every artist that ever told you, or any person that ever told you you had to earn your your tattoo. Mm -hmm. Do they use... Uh, like lidocaine or novocaine at the dentist because if they do fuck you <laughs> fuck you yeah. fuck you forever if you take yes. painkillers when you have a headache 
fuck you. <laughs> if you do anything that makes your life more comfortable, um, I'm sorry, are you wearing a sweater and it's cold outside? You should earn that. Yes. No, you do yes. lots. Of, if you drive with AC, if you run AC in your house, you know what? If you fucking drive, period. If you use any modern conveniences, mm-hmm. then fuck you for telling people that they need to earn it. Yeah. They paid you and that is earning it. This is not a like tribal situation where it is a rite of passage. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, sure. But at that point, they're not paying you for it Mm -hmm. because the moment that they've paid for a transaction, then that's it. Yeah, dude. All they need to do is say, hey, look, that's it. I paid for it. This is how I earned it. Plus, I love it when they're comfy. (laughs) Yeah. Why would I want you to suffer? Yeah. Like, I don't want you to be in pain. I want you to be comfortable. So if you want to numb up beforehand, awesome. Fucking great. We sell numbing stuff at the studio specifically for that reason. Mm -hmm. If you want to use numbing stuff during, absolutely. I myself will constantly apply numbing stuff where it's just topical lidocaine because it makes you more comfortable and it lets me do my job better. And because once again, I don't want you in pain because if I was like, oh, I want you to be in pain. Well, then I'd kind of be fucked in the head. So for any artist that spouts that shit or for any of your friends are like, well, I earned all mine. Nah, bro. Either you got tattooed before like topical lidocaine was a thing or you know what? That's that's your own personal fucking preference. Yeah, dude. It's uh, no one's impressed by how much pain you decided to put yourself through willingly. No, like good for you. You decided that. (laughs) Because like my thing with that is that I sit super well, like me and pain. We got a unique unique relationship Mm -hmm. and just because i can be in a lot of pain and sit really well does not mean i want other people to and that being said i'm just too lazy to like have the hours beforehand to numb shit up Mm -hmm. but once we get going and like you've got you know a spray right there i will absolutely take it like sure go ahead but if you don't do it i'm also just gonna be like meh whatevs Mm -hmm. So, yeah, fuck you to everyone that says you need to earn it. (laughs) As you can hear, we're very passionate about that. Very. (laughs) Uh, What do I do if I have a text and image design idea, but the artist image style I like doesn't do text? Then that's not your tattoo artist. Yeah. Also, can we just sidestep and talk a little bit about text for a second? Yes. Um, (laughs) This is actually really funny because I am someone who loves text. Mm -hmm. um, But I incorporate text either, like, even when I tattoo it, Mm -hmm. I do it as either a standalone piece or, like, on my personal tattoos, I have text integrated into pieces. So, like, I'm getting a tattoo for gone girl and i'm getting a kit kat and it'll say uh no way baby yeah on it but the kit kat itself will say that i don't i personally and most artists don't want to do text because it takes away from imagery Mm -hmm. because the moment there are words there people only read the words and they don't pay attention to it Mm -hmm. so if you are wanting to get text with an image ask yourself is it enhancing the image or are you defining what it is Mm -hmm. Whether or not it's needed. But if your artist is like, look, dude, I don't do text. Don't just that's not the artist for you. Yeah, please. Like, I think a lot of clients um, get lost in the fact that, yes, this is like a very intimate procedure, um, but it's also very intimate for your tattoo artist. And just in any intimate situation, Mm -hmm. you want consent on both ends. And so please just know that, like, if your tattoo artist doesn't consent to doing text, don't spring it on them. Don't. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Don't spring a finger up the butt. Please don't do that. That is terrible. Ask for consent first. And if your artist says no, no means no. And move on. Absolutely. Yep. 
Perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is the worst commonly accepted advice given about the tattoo process? Oh, my God. Um, I love that both of us just had such a huge reaction, (laughs) like a visceral, physical reaction. You should answer first. Mine's going to go straight to aftercare. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. Say it. Okay. Some of the worst advice you can get is inappropriate aftercare, Mm -hmm. whether that is putting, like, petroleum-based products, and I'll go over a really quick reason why in a second, Mm because everyone's always like, wait, why not? My artist told me to use Andy Ointment Mm -hmm. or Bactine. Aquaphor. Sorry, Aquaphor, not Bactine. Aquaphor. Um, And just to be clear, Aquaphor does have a lotion that is not petroleum-based. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual, like, thick Aquaphor. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, Andy Ointment is diaper rash. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to think for one second. And I get it. We trust our tattoo artists. We probably shouldn't, but we do. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get a cut, a scrape, anything like that, if you had like road rash that didn't have, you know, any sort of like debris in it, would you put Andy ointment or Aquaphor on a wound to heal it? Is that your like, hey, you know what? That's my go-to. It's not because that's not the appropriate use of that product. Mm-hmm. And I am not saying that you need to go with tattoo-specific products. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that you need to understand why you want to apply products, period. So, like, at our studio, we use a topical bandage. It's Tattooderm, um, known commonly in the hospital as Tegaderm. Mm-hmm. And that's going to create a surface layer heal if you leave it on for the full, like, 24 to 48 hours. So you're going to be surface layer healed. So after that, the only reason we are applying aftercare is to keep flexibility in that skin because our top layer of skin, when we damage it, does not maintain moisture. So we want to put moisture back into it so it keeps that skin nice and flexible. Mm -hmm. Now, what does petroleum do? It is a water barrier. So it's not actually having any moisture being put into the skin. It's actually slowing down the, the migration of those epithelial cells. So when you're slowing it down, what's going to happen is we're going to push pigment out from the bottom because we don't have a closed um, like skin on top. So it's going to slow down and push it out. Now, I understand that a lot of artists will recommend this. And it's because as much as everyone's going to fucking freak out, if you're a tattoo artist and you've been telling people this, education in our industry is severely lacking. Very severely lacking. If you ask an artist why you use products, oftentimes they will either just say something right off the cuff of like, I don't know, that's why I was, that's what I was told to do. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand the actual point of why we're using the products that we're using. Yep. So you're basically asking the blind to lead the blind in the situation. Well, yeah, it's the same. It's the same reason why tattoo artists got away with wrapping fresh tattoos in saran wrap for so long. Yeah. You would never, ever get a burn, like a bad burn on your arm and be like, oh, the next logical step is to saran wrap it. Mm-hmm. You would never do that. So yep. treat your tattoo the same way as you would treat an open wound. Exactly. Simple. Well, mine was aftercare, but Gaia explained it so well. So my second thing would be to slap the tattoo when it's itchy. Don't do that. So weird. Um, So don't do that. Once again, would you do that to any other thing? If your legs are itchy during winter, are you going to slap them? Just slap the shit out of them? No, you don't. 
<laughs> you don't have to do that. Not only do you look silly, I'm sure you feel silly doing it. Don't do that. Um, a lot of like I've learned uh, cool tricks. Uh, you can take a cold like ice pack or mm-hmm. like a water bottle, just apply it to the area because more than likely than not, the reason why it's itchy is because it's a little inflamed, irritated, whatever. Or it's dry. Or it's so dry. Or after here and drink fucking water because we are in the desert and nobody drinks enough water mm-hmm. around here. Um, but yeah, d- you don't have to do that. Don't slap your tattoo. Just nope. take care of it. Ice pack if it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question. All right, perfect. Do you guys do traditional? It's like an oddly <laughs> specific question. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, we you sure do. You can look through our portfolio and see. Probably better than you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you do I or should I use sunscreen on my tattoo? So as someone who loves skin, because that is my canvas. Please apply sunscreen daily mm-hmm. and also understand that sunscreen needs to be reapplied. So if you want to have longevity on your tattoo, yes, reapply your sunscreen. And then just a sidebar on sunscreen real fast. The higher the SPF, the better. So mm-hmm. we want a full sun block. That means we want to do things that are 100 SPF or more. And yes. another little tiny note there. As far as I know, it could have been updated, but the last time that I looked in it, which was a couple years ago, the FDA does not regulate sunscreen. So the only sunscreen that regulates, and like I said, this is might be outdated, is like children's sunblock is the only one that is regulated mm. properly. So you can be paying more money for 100 SPF, and it's not a guarantee that you're going to be getting that. So when it comes to like protecting your skin and protecting your tattoos... Children's sunblock. It's where it's at. And please reapply. Love that. Side note, um, as a brown woman who is guilty of doing this all all these years, just because you are you have darker skin and you don't burn, um, doesn't you still mean, do burn, you just don't see it. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. You still have damage to the skin. So it might be harder for me to burn. I still do burn though. Mm-hmm. Again, it's harder to see it. Now, because I've been looking for it, I can tell when I've actually been burnt. Um, and I don't necessarily have the same like effects as like white people do with a sunburn, but, um, please just because you are tanner, you have more melanin in your skin. Do not skip the sunscreen because a, it's really bad for you. Sun damage still exists for us. And B, um, you get better tattoos. So next question. Perfect. (laughs) Um, do I have to be loyal to one artist? No, I don't. I personally don't think you do. The only time that I feel a little irked when people aren't loyal to me is if you make it my problem and by make it my problem i mean so we scheduled a tattoo appointment correct and then you decide to reschedule okay totally fine i get it shit happens because of finances whatever and then you reschedule that appointment again and then i'm like okay well you know it happens like whatever then you come in for your tattoo appointment which is like way months down the line of like what we had originally agreed upon and you come in with like 50 new tattoos um that's the only time i get a little arced because i'm like okay so you decided to make me scramble to fill your spot in the calendar because you went and got tattooed by someone else and then i had to scramble again to again fill that spot that's money i'm missing out that's money taken away from my mouth um so yeah, I, I don't I don't care if you decide to go and collect. I encourage it. I think it's awesome that people go out and find different artists and connect with different people and get different styles. Um again, the only time I have a problem with it is when you make it my problem. So don't make it my problem. 
I love that. <laughs> um, I guess to build on that slightly is I also do not care um, mm-hmm. unless you own and get a shitty tattoo. Then I care. I love that. Um, because <laughs> I like to think that I um, educate my clients enough to be able to find a good tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. So then when you come in uh, for another tattoo with me and you have a super shitty tattoo and you don't even know it's shitty... At that point, I do feel like you cheated on me with, like, somebody that's way less attractive. That's really insulting. I If you come level in and you, nothing. yes, level the fuck up. Come in with a dope-ass tattoo or at least one that's, like, the same quality as mine. Fuck yes. Tight. And Hell if yeah. you come in with a dope-ass tattoo, oh, my God. I'm like, fuck yes, you cheated. Give in me the their best, IG. I yes. want to follow them, too. Like <laughs> In the best possible way, you know good quality work because then mm-hmm. it feels like, hey, look, you appreciate what we're doing here. Whereas if you come in with just a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. then, yeah, that's super insulting. And that's the only time I care. But otherwise, like, no, collect. We do collabs. Yeah. I encourage people, like, I'm doing a collab with uh, Mark in a couple months because I want to do the color stuff and he wants to do the black and gray stuff. And it works out perfect because I don't want to do black and gray and he doesn't want to do color. Mm-hmm. So, like, I definitely can't say only stick to one artist when I encourage you for the shit I don't want to do. Go see someone else. Yep. Um, what should I look out for to find a good artist? Ooh. Okay. So. This is a great question. Um, I feel like... You should definitely be doing your research, obviously, and looking at their pieces and not just looking at their pieces, but asking yourself, does this align with what I want? Yeah. Um, so tattoo artists, for the most part, will only post designs that they want to do more of. Um, and so if you're looking through an artist and you see you notice that they do large scale pieces and uh, primarily work on sleeves, back pieces, uh, leg sleeves, all that stuff. Um, but all you really want is just a basically a minimum tattoo you just want some script on your arm they're a great artist but like you know they're kind of hinting at mm-hmm. you that they're only doing large scale so um that's how i would find a good artist personally um and then i don't know meet up with them you can also meet mm-hmm. up with them you can find a great artist and just realize that you don't vibe in the consultation mm-hmm. that's totally fine yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with that if you like, do a consultation with them, and you're like, mm, nope. Um, I agree. I think, like, look at portfolios. I also mm-hmm. personally, and this is, like, a pet peeve that I have against tattoo artists who don't post, like, anything about themselves. Mm-hmm. I think it's super important for you to also feel comfortable with them as a person. Yes, yes. Because, like, you know, if you've listened to more than just this episode, it's very clear that I'm an outspoken individual. And if you are not comfortable with somebody who is queer, then you don't want me to be your tattoo artist. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I think that, like, that's something that artists need to be better about is posting more about the, their personal lives mm-hmm. and, like, who they are. Because, like you've said over and over again, it is an intimate thing. Mm-hmm. So same as I would love to know more about anyone who's working on me, whether it be my doctor, my dentist, whatever, mm-hmm. because I want to feel comfortable that this person is, like... They have my best interest yeah, in Yeah, that mind. they have my best interest. Yeah, and not just my best interest, but, like, my community as a whole, which, again, yes. goes back to the queer thing. Like, I want to make sure that whoever I'm seeing is also in full support of the queer community. Yeah. You know? Um, also, just a side note, look at the quality of lines. Mm-hmm. Make sure that, like, the lines look clean to you. And zoom in, y'all, on your phones and look to see if they colored outside the lines. Yeah, big deal. Because that's a really easy way that you can just zoom in 
and like one little tiny thing getting colored outside the lines everyone saw, that's really normal. Client could have moved. No bigs. Yeah. However, if you see consistently that they are coloring outside the lines, that's a sign of a not good tattoo artist because that's a sign of someone who doesn't care. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not like, hey, I don't care about them personally. I just want to look at the quality of their work. Saturation, making sure that you can see that they have good smooth blends mm-hmm. are a great thing to look at. And then just line quality, making sure they can do thin lines and thick lines and that they are not janky wobbly. Oh, big thing for me too. Make sure that the lines connect. Oh my God, I yes. see a lot of the time, yeah, where like the artist just like, it, just one little zap and the line will connect, so. Yeah, it's those little things that make the difference between a good tattoo and a meh or a shitty tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what styles slash pieces are you guys individually focusing on at this moment? Ooh, I love this question. Um, I am focusing primarily on full color anime. I've decided to stop taking black and gray anime because mm-hmm. it just doesn't fill my cup. I want to move on to bigger and better and color. Um, and then full color neo-traditional animals and nice. flowers, maybe. Mostly animals, though. You? Beautiful. Um, so we had this discussion like last week or two. Mm-hmm. I am a trash can artist. I will always be a trash can artist. Um, New School obviously has like my heart and soul, but I love tattooing a variety of things. That being said, I will go through an entire year or two where I don't give a fuck about a specific style. So besides like black and gray, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's color, I'm happy. And I do prefer larger pieces at this point, but I also have a ton of clients that I adore that get small shit yeah. that like, I'm, I'm a trash can. I'm just going to take whatever, as long as it, when I look at it, it makes me happy. Yep. That's the biggest thing. And that can be anything from like, I'm a sucker for handwriting. So like, I will test you handwriting all the time. Um, I very seldom turn that down, mm-hmm. but like anything from handwriting to like full color space leaves, I'm stoked. Boom. Um, okay. How long should my description be? Question mark. A whole ass paragraph. <laughs> um, okay. So I need to like adjust in my seat for this one. Here's the deal. Tattoo artists, nine times out of ten, not avid readers. If you write too much, it becomes too much where we get overwhelmed and we don't want to read it. So keeping it short and sweet, thinking maybe one paragraph. And if you remember back to school, three to five sentences. That is what your consultation is for, is to do that like deep dive. More importantly for us, because obviously we have our um, website where you can attach up to three images, is going to be attaching your most important images. That can be of tattoo styles that you like. That can be of, like, the actual, like, if you have a design already Mm pre-done. It's just to give us an idea so that way we can say, yes, I want to take this piece or no, I don't. But if you put more, typically more than a paragraph, we are there like, oh, fuck, that's so much to read. It's really easy to get lost in. I think that's my problem with it is, like, that initial description tells, it gives me a doorway to the possibilities of, like, okay, I think, to zone in on, like, Mm -hmm. the bare bones, the bare basics. They want neo-traditional. They want color. They want this subject matter, and they want this, like, you know, other subject matter. When it's too much, I lose those clear pathways 
to decide whether or not this is the path I want to take. Yeah. Right. So I guess that being said, now would be a good time for us to give you an example of like a great way to structure it the way she just said. Oh, yeah. So having the location that you want, the estimated size you want. So that way we know, like, are we looking at, you know, seven inches? Are we looking at an entire sleeve? Mm -hmm. Um, And then what your subject matter is, the style you like. Also, attaching a photograph of the style helps because a lot of times... And this is not on any of y'all. If you're a client, not on you at all. Mm -hmm. Our industry cannot name things for shit. (laughs) So when you say you want watercolor, there is a ton of different ways of watercolor. And actual watercolor paintings and watercolor tattoos, very different styles. Mm -hmm. So attaching reference pictures for us to know the style that you're looking at helps a ton. And then like she said, just including, this is like the general idea. I want a lavender sprig, and I want a raccoon smoking a joint. Love that. Done. And you don't have to tell me the backstory of the raccoon no. smoking the joint, and that's I don't want to know symbolizing right your dad. And like, yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Do. I want <laughs> you know to know it I mean? in like, person. I yeah. want to know that your dad was a raccoon who fucking loved getting lit, mm-hmm. and he loved patchouli, but always mistook patchouli for lavender. Exactly. So that's why you got lavender. But I want to know that in person. I don't want to know that in the paragraph. Yeah, tell me in person. I need to decide yep. whether or not artistically, first from a business standpoint, that yep. this is something I can achieve from you. Yes. Not emotionally, if we can vibe. So, perfect. again, consultation. <laughs> okay. Um, what tattoos do most people regret? Um, I would say matching tattoos with your boyfriend slash girlfriend, um, because I did the same thing. So probably don't do that. (laughs) I'm going to say, uh, home done tattoos. Oh, I do a lot of cover ups and I do some names. Um, but if it's a poorly done tattoo, that's when I cover it up Mm -hmm. because even like with her, like the ones that she has matching, not a big deal because they're well done. They're so she's well like, done. whatever, they look good. Yeah. but And um, they're a story. They're yeah. funny at that point. But, but like, yeah, matching tattoos, terrible. And also just shitty tattoos. Don't mm-hmm. get tattooed out of somebody's house. You've heard us go over and over it. Don't do it. And check people's portfolios. Make sure they're going to do a good job on you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'll see you in my chair for a cover-up. <laughs> um, so this is the last one I have. I think you have one. I have a from- few. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, how do you know if you should get a tattoo? If you should or should. That's, it says should get a tattoo. If you <laughs> want one and. It, over the age of 18. You are over the age of 18. Um, This is a loaded question. If you should. if you Okay. If you're ready to. Here are some things you should know if you're ready to get a tattoo. If you're not um constantly double checking and double guessing, I guess, mm-hmm. whether or not you should do it. I need you to be firm. And this is what you're doing you are getting a tattoo yep i am sorry but i am at that stage where i cannot babysit you and convince you to get Mm -hmm. a tattoo you should have already convinced yourself basically that you want it that's not my job i'm not here to comfort you i'm here to do the tattoo you need to make sure that you do that first yeah i think that's the thing is like addressing it from the standpoint of any other procedure Mm -hmm. um if you We seem to be experiencing some technical difficulties, but your host will join you next week to answer more of your questions.